given to each one for the profit of all. So the manifestations of, of the Spirit, which we're going to get into those, the gifts of the Spirit, uh, later on, uh, but they're to profit everyone in the body. Uh, no one in the body is left out. Is that good news? So it's not just for super dupers, as some have said. It's not just for those in a pulpit ministry or five-fold ministry, those apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. It's not just for people you see speaking from up here. No, it's for everyone in the body. And that is awesome news. John 7.38, This I was just kind of meditating on this and as I prayed um, regarding that promise of rivers of living water flowing out of us, I started uh, just meditating on that. John 7.38 says, He who believes in me, who cleaves to and trusts and relies on me, this is Jesus saying this, as Scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. And I just started imagining the body of Christ, the members of the body of Christ globally. Just I know it's not in a natural this happens, but, but I was imagining it as rivers and streams, plural, flow from our innermost being. And then that verse that I've I've heard mentioned, I know Pastor Chad's mentioned that a few times in the past, Habakkuk 2.14, For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. So if, if in the natural, all of a sudden, I know it would be weird, but if right now everybody's innermost being burst forth, manifested actual rivers and streams of water, what would happen in this place? It would fill up, right? And pour out. And then it would keep filling up. And I started imagining globally this happening in every believer's life. The, the, the glory of God pouring forth from their innermost being. Those rivers of living water. How can, it, how can the glory of the Lord not fill the earth? We are conduits of His glory. It is Christ in us, the hope of glory. Amen? I'm getting excited already. All right. But I was just thinking about that, and it's good to imagine. How many knows we got? God gave us our imagination, right? It can be bad or good. Andrew Womack has a great series or message, series of messages on your imagination and the power of our imagination. So, uh, that's what I was imagining, and uh, and uh, I know that we desire to see these gifts manifest in our life, and and um, and if you can't imagine this, what I just said, or things like this, start to start stirring it up, start believing what you're hearing, what you're reading. I've been in this in this uh, series. I've been pursuing other ministers, other teachers, uh, teaching on this subject. Because I'm hungry, and I want to continue to create more of a hunger. I, I mentioned a few weeks ago, in the natural, when you eat something so much, the same thing, your body starts demanding it. And it can be a negative thing or whatever. I mean, how many know sugar is a little bit addictive? So... But for me, it's watermelon. I can't stop. So 
I like watermelon. Um, it's an anointed fruit, I think. I don't know. But it's good. And I, me and my son split a watermelon. We, we're, we're hanging out. Hey, you want to split a watermelon? We don't say, can I have a slice of watermelon? No, we split one. So sometimes I take the whole thing. All right. Enough of that. That's, that's in the flesh. All right. <laughs> so we're in week six. Week six. Can you believe it? Week six. Only 45 to go. I'm just kidding. So we are in week six of kingdom living, partnering with Holy Spirit. Partnering with Holy Spirit. And I believe we all want to flow, like I said, in the supernatural and, um, and see the gifts manifest in our lives. And, and, and you know uh, who wants that more than you do? God, God does. Holy Spirit does. Jesus does. Because he wants to see things um, done in this, in this earth. And, and we want the kingdom manifested wherever we go. And we have the kingdom of God in us. So wherever you go, the kingdom goes with you, right? And we want that manifested um, so people can taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen? I mean, he needs us to partner with Holy Spirit because you know what? He wants to get this job done. He wants to, everything that he has set forth that he wants to accomplish, it'll be accomplished. And we get the, the opportunity and the privilege to be a partner in that by being partners with Holy Spirit who carries out God's will on the earth. And I'm excited about that. This is, this is a, great, a great series, and this is good. And I, again, I can't say enough. If you, if you happen to miss any of these, just go back, catch up. You know how to catch up. I just... I just uh, mentioned that a few seconds ago. So let's go to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Are the gifts of Holy Spirit included in this every spiritual blessing, do you think? I, I believe I believe they are. So it, it, it's, it should be very clear that the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, of the supernatural, are included in this every spiritual blessing. And I know that we, again, all want to see these gifts manifested in our lives. And uh, the good news is it can happen. It's His will. We learned that last week. It's for all of us. Um, he's looking for, Pastor Chad mentioned last week, it's not the golden vessels, the silver vessels, the water vessels. It's the willing vessels, right? He's looking for willing vessels that will partner with him to allow that flow of Holy Spirit and his gifts to flow through us and to benefit everyone, right? Everyone. And uh, so based on this verse in Ephesians, we can easily see that we are blessed, right? You're a blessed people. Who's your blesser? Jesus is your blesser. We are the most blessed, right? We hear this, typically I hear this when it comes to a giving, you know, in the realm of giving. Um, but we're blessed to be a blessing, right? We're not just blessed for us or our foreign no more or our six and no more, or however many you got. Um, but uh, we're blessed to be a blessing. 
And, uh, and we want to be, I've said this before, it's almost become my one-liner maybe, right? Be filled up, be poured out, right? We're filled up to pour out. We're not just filled up for the sake of being filled up. I'm full. No, we want to be poured out in those rivers of living water flowing out of our innermost being, affecting the world around us, right? Right. This is, this is what you can expect. And I'm, again, we prayed, I pray, Holy Spirit will reveal to us this truth. This is a huge truth. And this is happening, Pastor Chad kind of alluded to it, the body of Christ, it, it, this is, we're flowing here together with this series. I'm hearing things. I mean, right now, if you're one who listens to uh, Andrew Womack's um, podcast, I know he's got quite a few out there, but I think this is the daily one or whatever, and he's talking about Holy Spirit right now. And uh, it's awesome. And uh, I, I'm not going to say it like he says awesome, but it's funny. But um, this is a flow right now in the body of Christ. People are awakening to the reality of partnering with Holy Spirit and God's desire for us to walk in the supernatural. Uh, so now that you know that you're a blessing going somewhere to happen, you all know that you're a blessing going somewhere to happen, whether you, whether you realize it or not, you're going to realize it by the time we get through this. But uh, let's get started in this. So getting started. Romans 12.1. This is a pretty popular verse. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Reasonable service. I, I'm not going to go in, in any kind of depth with this, but we are, we are to present our bodies as living sacrifices. A living sacrifice can crawl off the altar, right? So we have to, it's our flesh, folks. We, we learned about flesh a few, few weeks ago, a couple, a couple weeks in a row maybe, um, earlier. Uh, you can go back and, and check that out, but we all have flesh to deal with. None of us are special. Some of us think we got, as it's been said, prime, prime grade A flesh, but it's flesh. It wants its own way. Flesh is self-centered to say the least, right? Flesh wants, it's all about number one. It's all about number one. Your flesh wants you to stay in bed and sleep in more than you need to and all that and eat what it wants and do what it wants. And I'm not going to go any further because it can get a little racy. But flesh wants what flesh wants, right? And But we are what? Spirit. We are a spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. So first we are a spirit. And that's the main part of us that we should be feeding, focused on, and building up. Amen? I think so. So that is number one. So if we, if we uh, let's see, I, I got lost in my notes. Hold on just a second. I'm finding them. Recalculating. Recalculating. So yeah. So what if we took a different approach to our days? This is, I'm giving us an idea of how we can get started in seeing the, the supernatural flow in our lives, making ourselves available. So I know it's crazy sounding, but just hold on a second. Let me, let me throw this out to you. 
as willing vessels. Are we willing vessels? I'm a willing vessel. I want Holy Spirit to manifest through me. What if we approach our days saying, Lord, make me a blessing to others today. Lord, make me a blessing to others today. Now you're just making yourself vulnerable. Now you might be walking on shaky ground. You might be used to God if you have that, take that attitude. Don't you think? Lord, make me a blessing to others today. You know that God is about others? He's all about others. He loved the world so much. It didn't say in John 3.16 that he loved good little Christian boys and girls. No, he loved his enemies, right? He's about people. He's about people. So that's, 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 I know that's a crazy thought to throw that out there right away. But starting our day like that, could that make us more dependent on Holy Spirit as we walk through our day? That being the prayer of our heart, the cry of our heart, make me a blessing to others. Rather than, we're going to get into this, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but Focusing, how many knows it's pretty easy to focus on what's going on with us, right? But what if we're focused on others, making ourselves available to be a blessing to others? And uh, this would make us more open, I think. It would make us a lot more open and available to operate in the gifts. And as we learned last week, they are available to all of us. Amen? I still, I still want to drive that home. Because we see it, <clears throat> whether you, you know, everybody's got a different past and what you do, what you pour in, you know, take into your, your ear gate and eye gate. But typically, you know, we're almost like wired to, to see people in the fivefold ministry operate in the gifts. So we're kind of used to that. We don't see, you don't go into your favorite grocery store and see people lay hands on people and prophesy and all that stuff. Now, I've seen that happen in videos. But it's more or less, we see it from a pulpit ministry. So I just want to keep driving that home, that the gifts are for everyone. They're to operate in our families, in our home. They're to operate in our workplace. They're to operate, obviously, in a local church setting, in your neighborhoods, and wherever you're at. We have, we, if we're available, you know that Holy Spirit is always on He's always turned on. We're the ones that turn on and off. Right? Holy Spirit is always on. He's always ready. I heard someone say that recently. So, so there, there we go. So, Lord, make me a blessing to others today. What if that was our prayer before we even rolled out of bed? I heard Andrew, Andrew Womack, and I'm sure many of you have said this, or heard this, but uh, Andrew, I was listening to a series he was doing this week, and um, he said, instead of praying, Lord, use me, he said, pray, Lord, make me usable. Lord, make me usable. Now, in the, in the world, like you, you can see it, especially in a, I'll just say, celebrity status, you see, um, say, celebra, celebrity, that's whatever, come to the Lord, and they want to push them out there and be a spokesperson. Well, they're just baby Christians, maybe. They need to grow a little bit. And that's scriptural to, you know, 
and then then stuff goes haywire, and we've seen things, you know, them fall or them mess up, and then we're disappointed. Well, they just came to the Lord. So wherever you're at in your journey in Christ, that's a great prayer to pray also, is Lord, make me usable. Lord, make me usable. Because we're all growing. We're all in different parts of our journey in Christ, right? And so um, having that prayer is great. Um, and it just kind of coincides, goes right along with, Lord, make me a blessing to others. Amen? I think that's good. So let's look at a familiar passage in Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Everybody knows this one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. and Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. So we can accomplish so much more by learning to listen to Holy Spirit and depend on, on Him if we want to be a blessing to others, right? Um, it kind of goes without saying. When we, do, um, when we do this, when we give ourselves to be attentive to Holy Spirit, I believe that we'll be more aware as we choose to step out and, and have a listening ear, I pray all the time, Lord, give me ears to hear what you are saying. I want, I want to walk in a sensitivity and very, very quick to hear what he's saying to me in any given moment. It could be a moment of danger. It could be a moment of, just, hey, you need to encourage this person with a word. It could be anything like that. Um, but how effective are we when, we when we lean on our own understanding? Are you super effective when you do things out of your own head? No, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not. I know I'm not. But why would we have to? Why, why, do you, why, would, you, why would we have to? We don't have to. Um, we don't have to settle for that. You know that? You don't have to settle. We have, we have the mind of Christ in our spirit. We have Holy Spirit in us. Right? So you don't, I got good news, you don't have to settle for just your capabilities in your own brain, in your own mind. No, but as we renew our minds to the Word of God and Holy Spirit brings that light to us, He, he brings revelation to us. Amen? It, it's He who brings the revelation of the truth of the Word of God to us. And we can walk that out and see God's results in our life. We don't have to rely on our own education, thank God, because I don't, pretty much don't have any um, when it comes to the natural thing. So I wasn't really good in school. Uh, but hey, thank God for His grace. Woo! But, Holy Spirit is our helper. Amen. He's, Jesus talks about that in, in the Gospel of John. He's our helper. He's our teacher. He's our comforter. I just want to remind us all of that. And, uh, and if we want to approach life with that mindset, Lord, help me to be a blessing to others. 
he can help you listen to others. Now, human nature, I went through a couple courses. I just said I wasn't educated, but there's a little bit in there. Um, a few courses on, you know, just training, um, interaction, and communication-related uh, stuff or whatever, and just kind of dig it into the human nature kind of stuff. And, you know, we're pretty much all thinking about ourselves about around the clock, right? But it, it takes a lot of effort to actually listen to somebody and actually give your ear to what they're saying and hearing their heart, right? And that's part of what we can ask Holy Spirit to do, uh, to even, even go beyond hearing the words that are coming out of their mouth and trying to hear their heart, but just even asking Holy Spirit, what are their, what are their needs? What are their desires? What, just to be available to be there and make yourself open for Holy Spirit to flow through because He wants to reach people through you, believe it or not. He does. That's the goal. That's the plan. And the Holy Spirit is present with us 24-7. Aren't you glad we don't live in the Old Testament where the Holy Spirit came upon them and then He left and all, all that? But no, He came to reside. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Man, is that good news. We are never without God 24-7. And that is exciting. Whether you feel like it or not, this has nothing to do with your feelings. And, and you know, I steal Keith Moore, the teacher, great pastor, Keith Moore. The one, he, he reminds me all the time, the one who knows everything about everything lives in you. Knows everything about everything. That includes, knows everything about the person you might be talking to. That maybe you're, he's going to give you a word for or whatever. He wants to flow through you to, to touch that person's life. He knows everything about everything. But, you know, how present are we with him throughout our day? I just kind of made mention that, you know, for the most part, human nature, we're all about us, right? We're thinking about what's going on with us and all that. But, and I just said, Holy Spirit is always on. Are we present with Him? He's always present with us. Are we present with Him? Are we aware of His presence in us? You know, most of the time we're, we're completely oblivious um, to what's going on around us. Um, you know, because it's just normal. We, we get uh, involved with our own plans and our own needs and desires and God knows we got a, a, enough of them. But uh, we need to become God-inside-minded. Wherever we walk, God the Holy Spirit is in us. The one who knows everything about everything indwells our spirit and is ready to go full tilt, always on. Are we present with Him? Are we aware? And and just this week, I've, I've mentioned in the past, and there's that famous book, Practicing His Presence. It's a, it's a classic. But, I mean, I was just at work doing a super mundane thing, not my typical everyday uh, job at work, but just, I'm talking crazy mundane. And I'm just sitting there, and it's just I'm listening to this stuff, and I'm like, you know, Holy Spirit, even though I'm doing this right now, thank you. 
for your presence here right now. I feel like I'm almost doing nothing. It's so mundane. <laughs> but I'm doing something. And his presence was with me right there, sitting in that chair, just producing some parts that I was working on at work. I mean, I chose at that moment to think differently, to stop thinking about myself or just whatever, daydreaming. But I stopped in just that moment saying, acknowledging, Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence right here, right now. And I just began to, to worship and, and pray in the Spirit and just enjoy knowing. Now, did I have goosebumps going up and down me? Nope, I didn't have any. Was I super happy and ready to do a few backflips? No, I wasn't. But I was acknowledging the truth that He was present with me. And uh, I would encourage you to do that, even especially when you're feeling nothing. Just take a moment and say, Holy Spirit, thank You for the, the fact, the truth that You're with me, that You'll never leave me, and You'll never forsake me. Uh, God is all about blessing others through us. Now I'm going to tell a really short story. Let's hope it's short. I think it's pretty short. But about 20 years ago, there was a guy that walked up to me at work. I, was, I think I was on third shift at the time, so it was pretty quiet. And he just walked up to me. It was somebody I talked to on a regular basis, I would say. But he walked up to me and he just rested his hands on this workbench that I was working on the other side of and he said, what do you think it happens when people kill themselves? You want to talk about jerking the slack out of you in about two seconds. That jerked the slack right out of me. I thought, I immediately went, Lord, what's happening? I mean, it was very, very obvious he was asking on behalf of himself. Well, this guy, I'll, I'll try to throw it into a nutshell. But I did pray immediately, Lord. And when, when he walked away, I, don't know, I can't remember how long that back and forth went, that little conversation went on. But I'll tell you what, I was shaken. Because I knew that was not a coincidence. That he just walked up to me and he asked me that question. I knew God wanted to reach this man. And how many knows I wasn't ready for that? That's a pretty major league question. Well, this guy bought a gun. He bought enough bullets to kill his girlfriend, the guy she was cheating with, and himself. And he was ready to do it. And I didn't know about this at that very moment. But I thought, he, he told me this later. Well, fast forward a little while, I, I befriended this guy a little bit more. I mean, we were already, I would consider work friends, you know. You can be, I think there's different levels. But uh, so I ended up inviting him to, to church. I think we had a, a small group study or whatever. Well, the story ends well. <laughs> I didn't just dismiss that whole thing like, that guy's nuts. Please send him somewhere else. But no, I knew. It was like Holy Spirit was reaching out from inside of me, reaching his hand out to this man. 
and he came. I didn't know this, but he had he was he knew the he knew the Lord. He had a past relationship with the Lord. He came back to the Lord. We'll say rededicated. That's a church phrase, right? Rededicated his life to the Lord, and uh, he started attending uh, the, the, that small group study uh, with with me and and uh, a friend's house, and and um, learned a lot and just got hungry for the Lord and. And God turned his life around. He got, eventually got married and everything turned out pretty good. I haven't talked to the guy in a long time, but he, he retired a few years ago. But how many knows that was no coincidence? Now, you're, maybe you're thinking that was not a manifestation of the supernatural. Well, I think it was. It doesn't always look all flashing lights and all that stuff. It was just being available. Even though I didn't feel available, I, I knew in my heart of hearts, I knew by that inner witness, God is reaching out to this man. And I mean, I look back and think, it's kind of humbling. What? You sent him to me? But... It, he didn't send him to me. He sent him to the Holy Spirit in me. Holy Spirit in me knew how to interact with this man. And, and there were some interesting things that we had in common that seemed kind of, I mean, it's not a common thing that you would have in common with somebody. just a, an appreciation for thir- certain things in life. And we had a, a common bond there. And, and, uh, but God knew what he was doing. And I'm just so grateful for that. So was that short enough for you? That was but that was just a, a great, um, a great memory for me, and a great opportunity to see Holy Spirit at work, reaching out for people, because He cares about people and what God did in His life. But questions, um, three good questions in our life. Again, going back to that that prayer, God make me a blessing to others. You still hear me? Am I okay? Question one, Lord, what are you doing or what do you want to do in this person's life? Well, in that situation, that story I just told, God wanted to save that person's life from destruction and others' lives from destruction. And then another question, Lord, what are you saying? What do you want to say to this person? And that kind of goes back to me sharing that I pray a lot often, like, Lord, Lord, give me ears to hear what you're saying. Because Jesus, Jesus even said himself, he, he did what the Father, he saw the Father do, and he said what he heard the Father say. And that, we are to operate that same way. Amen? And we can have that sensitivity. And then thirdly, asking, Lord, what do you want me to say or do in this situation? Maybe it's to say nothing. How many knows that can be a thing? Just to be present with a person who may be going through something horrific and you're sitting there. I've done it. We've all, I think, probably all been there. You get all wound up in yourself thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. This is so tragic and I have no idea what to say. Well, maybe it's just to be there and to be a friend. Just to be present. Maybe that's it. And then something will develop out of that. But in those moments, just I, I, in addition to asking to have ears to hear, I also ask, 
Um, help me to be slow to speak and quick to listen. Because as a man, I mean, generally, men are like problem solvers, right? We want to fix things, right? Uh, especially applies to marriages. And uh, you just want to fix the problem. Maybe your wife just wants to talk. Maybe your wife just wants to share. And you're trying to fix whatever she's talking about. And she just wants you to listen, right? I don't necessarily have that problem. My wife fixes a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think I'm that person. But anyways. I'm digressing now. But but anyways, how many know as we do need to be slow to speak and quick to listen most of the time, I would say. So those are three great great questions. Lord, what are you doing or what do you want to do in this person's or in these people's lives? Lord, what are you saying? What do you want to say to them? Or Lord, what do you want me to say or to do in this situation. If we desire to be used in the gifts, we desire to see those gifts flow in our lives, we need to stop being self-absorbed, right? Again, I, I, I touched on this. It's really, it feels unnecessary to even say this because we all know who we are and how we are. But being self-absorbed really can put the brakes on allowing that flow of Holy Spirit in our lives and, and so attentive and so uh, wrapped up in, in us, right? And that goes back to that first part. When I said, what if? We say, Lord, help me to be a blessing to others. Because that, that's what it's all about. And we, need to, we need to not be afraid of what might happen if we allow Holy Spirit to work through us, right? We're, I tell you what, fear of man can put you down. And I am, sometimes some, I think I'm the poster child for that, of what people think about me. And I, well, I don't want to do that. What, what if somebody, you know, I can, I can easily allow myself to feel stupid. I went through this for a long time, and I don't know that I do it anymore. I haven't, I haven't experienced it, but if I find out somebody is like super educated, don't tell me if you are. If I find out something is like somebody's like super educated, I immediately feel like I allow myself to feel almost unworthy to even hold a conversation with this person. But again, that was just something the enemy I think used against me and just made me, you know, just whatever that was, it's just it was just stupid. Okay, and uh, I mean I have a friend that I just met up with a few weeks ago. He actually is working on his doctorate in theology, and he's—I mean—he's going to be authoring a book. And and we we met with him, and and uh, I remember that he was my friend. <laughs> I didn't get all caught up in his many a degree and all that stuff, but no, it's, it, it was great. So I, I, I'm growing. I just saw that I'm I'm growing uh, out of that that wrong mindset. So I didn't mean to even say any of that stuff. So you can just toss that to the wayside. So, uh, but it, as a Holy Spirit, as we allow Holy Spirit to flow out of us, you know it's going to be, it's not going to be something big and dramatic usually. It's typically going to be something simple. Like, can I pray for you? Like, the story I just told about my friend from years gone by, it, 
it sounded, I mean, it's a pretty big issue, but it was a pretty small thing I, I, did, I had to do. I prayed for the guy. I just was a friend. I gave a listening ear. It's not something, it's not going to be necessarily something dramatic, okay? And this is how we grow in this, actually. As we believe, as we, as we step out in faith, believing, okay, you know, maybe it's God has this encouraging word. I know I can, I can hear Holy Spirit. I'm not saying with my audible, you know, audibly, but we have an inner witness. That's one way, it's, that's one thing that's referred to as that inner witness, a knowing in us. Just that inner witness in us, knowing that I'm to encourage this person right now, or I'm to just let this person know I'm praying for them, or whatever. It, it, it's not going to be something big and dramatic. Typically, it's going to be something, something simple. And uh, when we start uh, considering how we'll look or, or how it will make us feel, um, when we believe we're to move out in obedience uh, from a prompting of the Holy Spirit, um, we're going to miss the opportunity to bless somebody else when we start considering how we'll look or, or how we'll feel. Boy, I'm going to look really stupid. I didn't even... I haven't talked to this person forever. I don't even know this person. Maybe it's just somebody. Maybe it's a stranger. But you can reason yourself right out of that moment. And maybe it's just going to take a word. A word. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard many a testimony, and I, I'm not going to uh, repeat those or try to remember those, but, um, you know, sadly, I can, I can admit my own life, I have probably reasoned myself out of more things than I, than I haven't. And that's very, very sad. Because I don't know, I, I missed opportunities for God to bless others through me by thinking about me. Or thinking about how I might feel in that moment. Or, or what I might look like if I'm wrong. No, we're to step out. And just be available. I want to talk about three obstacles Three main obstacles that keep people from allowing the gifts of the Spirit to flow through them. A lack of confidence in hearing God's voice. I just made mention of an inner witness. You're not, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever heard the audible voice of God. If you have, congratulations. I, I haven't. But I've many a time had that inner witness, that inner knowing that of Holy Spirit's leading in my life, whether it's to not do something or to go forward and move in something or to say something or, or to not say something, but I've had that inner, walked in that inner witness. But um, that's one of the first obstacles is a lack of confidence in hearing God's voice, like asking the famous question, was that me or was that God? Right? And then you start reasoning it out. And then you reason yourself right out of the opportunity, right? I mean, I've heard it used, the illustration used in giving. Like, maybe you just, out of nowhere, feel like, I got to bless this person, I want to bless this person with X amount of money or something. Well, was that me or was that God? Well, would the devil tell you to do that? I'm guessing no. Even if you were wrong, you're still going to bless that person, right? It's pretty simple. So maybe 
to stop and think, is this a selfish thought? You know? Is this about me? Okay, it's not about me. That's, that's a, uh, maybe a determining factor in that moment. 1 Corinthians 3.9 says, we are co-laborers with Christ, God's fellow workers. The bigger question is, what blessing is the individual going to miss out on? If I think it's just me and I don't do anything about it, whatever that is. The second obstacle is a fear of missing it. Fear of missing it. I, I've had many a conversation with Pastor Chad, and, and this is, in a nutshell, something he said to me, and I'll never forget it, because I'll, and I'm going to say it right now, but if you're going to fail, fail for the glory of God, he told me. Because I'm one of those people that, just how I'm wired throughout my life, I hated failing. I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to make a mistake. I've made millions, I'm sure. But I didn't want to. So I would not do things because I didn't want to fail. But in this situation, I really, I really think that Pastor Chad's word of wisdom to me, and if you're going to fail, fail for the glory of God. Because we're co-laborers with him in this. You don't think he's going to Fill in the gaps for us if we miss it. It's a growth, just like in the natural. Just like your kids, when you taught them to ride a bike, they're going to fall. But it's to get back up and to, and to keep going. And that's just like our, our life in Christ. You're going to miss it. But Holy Spirit's right there to help. He's our helper, right? Comforter. So if you're going to fail, fail to the glory of God should be asking um, rather than being afraid how maybe how will this bless that person again get your attention off you and on to them don't be concerned about your reputation I've heard it said by many people that are mentors in my life I'm a man of no reputation (laughs) you think Jesus cared about his reputation people were offended all the time even when all those people went after he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood, turned to his disciples, you want to go too? Where are we going to go? <laughs> he was a man of no reputation. But it, you, know, you get wrapped up in that, in that fear of, of making a mistake. And it just comes back to, it's about, it becomes about you and not others. And that's opposite of what I believe you want to live out in your life is to be a blessing, be available, be a blessing to others. And one little story, um, I remember I was in Tennessee, this was quite a few years ago, but um, I was at my brother's uh, place of business in Tennessee and there was an eatery next door and, and there was a, uh, a man, a young man, I think it was a young man in a wheelchair and he was at a table eating with his, I would assume it's his mom and stuff, but something just hit me. I mean, just, there was just an ex, kind of an explosion. I'm not, I don't want to be, sound melodramatic, but something drew my attention to this young man. And I just had this compassion overcome me for this young man. And I actually went into the bathroom at my brother's place of business, and I began to pray. I was like, Lord, do you want me to go over there and pray for this guy? 
Like, what is going on? I couldn't get this person off my heart. Not that I was trying to, but it was just, it, it seemed to come out of nowhere. And I was praying about it, and I, my wife was there, I think, and I mentioned to her, I was like, and I started giving, getting, you know, I was, naturally, I was a little bit nervous. Like, this is, oh, I don't even know this person. You know, I started getting, you know, experiencing a little bit of fear and stuff. So, finally, I get the nerve up to walk over there, and I'm not going to take over the situation here. But I walk in there, and I, I kind of, like, him haul around a little bit, and let me get a drink of water or whatever, you know. I'm working my way there. But I asked the lady, I said, ma'am, would it be okay if I pray for your, is this your son? I said, would it be okay if I pray for your son? I didn't, like, attention everybody. I didn't do that. I was very, very low-key. I said, ma'am, would it be okay if I, if I pray for your son? And she looked at me and she said, no. And I'll tell you what, you would have thought I asked her, can I have a bite of your food? Like, that's the look on her face. You want to talk about being crushed. I'm like, man, did I miss it. I didn't say that just then. I walked out. I was like, okay, man, I'm sorry to, you thought that was going to end great, didn't you? You thought, this guy's coming out of the wheelchair. We're running around the store. But I look back at that experience. That wasn't me. That was Holy Spirit in me. There was a compassion there. I don't know those people. I didn't know those people. But I followed what I thought, what I believed, and I do believe it was a leading of Holy Spirit to go that direction. I don't know why she said no. She didn't look happy about the fact that I just asked that question either. And I could have just went on this depression and beat myself up and thought, you big idiot. Man, that was you and all you and nothing but you. But I knew better than that. I don't think I missed it. But I had a choice to make after that. Am I going to stop doing, taking those chances? Am I going to stop following that leading for the rest of my life? Or am I just going to do it and fail for the glory of God? Right. I was going to say that. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, a few minutes ago, so I'm glad you said it. It affirms in me. But I should have said that, but she missed it. Because what's the worst that could have happened? He could have got up out of the wheelchair and walked away. But no, I just I looked at that as a as a as a as a growing, a learning experience. What if? Who cares? Who cares? Worst things have happened to people. I've heard of Ministers preaching and somebody coming up spitting right in their face or punching them or whatever. I mean, look what they did to Paul and the apostles. And what are we willing to face? You know? Jesus said, if they hate me, they're going to hate you. Surprise. So don't think it's weird. And the third obstacle, Pride. I mean, that's a, that's a biggie. What will others the, the the thought of what will others think of me if I if I miss it or make a, make a mistake? And and uh, I'm sure the pride tried to raise its ugly head there in that that moment that I approached that uh, that lady and her son. Um, but if we only knew 
how little people really think of us. I think we get a little too wrapped up in how much people might think of us. People aren't thinking of you. People are thinking of themselves. You know, you're a people. <laughs> right? We get so caught up maybe in what they might think. They don't even... I'm try, I'm not, I don't want to sound mean, but they don't even care. Probably. So we know how it is. We're, we're humans. We know how we are. People are usually too, too busy wrapped up in their own life. But uh, when we think of being a blessing to others, we are being like God. That's who we're being like. Regardless of how I might have felt after being turned down to pray for that young man, I was still looking back, and I'm not, I know you know I'm not being boastful or whatever, but I was, in that moment, I look back, those 20-some years ago, I was being the hands and feet of Jesus. Because it was Him in me, the compassion of Him in me was pouring out. Now, I have way more stories where I reason myself out of those moments. And that's, that's horrible. Again, how many of those moments would have been, yes, please pray for me, or yes, whatever. Now, I have taken advantage of that. Even people at work I work with, like, I just, you know, whatever it was, can I pray with you? Yeah, that'd be awesome. But we are being like God when we, that is our heart. Lord, bless others through me today. We're being like God. And we want to be like God. And it all comes back to this. That I found it so interesting how Pastor Chad started out. It's like two beautiful bookends of love. Pastor Chad started talking about love, and I thought, that's what it's all about. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13.8, who is love? God is love. And 1 John 4.8 says God is love. And when love is leading, when you're being led and motivated by love, you're not going to fail. Even though it looked like I failed, I didn't fail. Because there was a love drawing me toward that person. Love never fails. And that's what it comes down to. When we sense a prompting to move out in one of the gifts, be it a word of prophecy or a word of knowledge, we're going to get into all these specifically. A word of wisdom or gifts of healings. If we feel a prompting in that, and fear and pride are, are going to try to get in the way of that. And it all comes back. They're rooted in selfishness, right? That self-centeredness. Well, what's gonna, what am I going to look like? What's going to happen if I screw up? And it all comes back to that. Because the devil is all about that. The devil is the king of pride, right? The father of lies. He wants to make it all about you. So you get your eyes off people. You get your eyes off allowing Holy Spirit to flow through you. Right? So that was just some heads up.
and heads up and how to get started, a good way to get started, is to have that attitude. Lord, make me a blessing to others today. And you are already stepping in to a place of availability for Holy Spirit to flow through. Romans 5.5 5 tells us that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by Holy Spirit who is given to us. So the same love that Jesus loved the world with, right, in John 3.16, the same love is in you, shed abroad in your heart by Holy Spirit. You have the ability to love the meanest, nastiest scoundrel on this planet. Don't look at your spouse. Just kidding. No, you have the ability in you by Holy Spirit shedding His love abroad in your heart to walk in love and to flow in love and to see the manifestation of the gifts flow in your life. Do you believe that? I believe that. And it has nothing, God's kind of love has nothing to do with your feelings or your emotions. It's completely separate from that. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not boastful. It doesn't keep record of wrongs, right? It believes the best. And here's something crazy. I heard this a long time ago, and I think I preached it at one time or another. But what if you replaced, you put your name in there? And that 1 Corinthians 13. Or you just say, you make it personal. I am patient. I am kind. I don't keep record of wrongs. I see the best in others. Now you're really setting yourself up to be used by Holy Spirit. Now you're really coming to align with what He wants for your life. Right? Next week, it's a great segue. Next week, we're going to be talking about the flow of the Holy Spirit. And the first flow is the flow of love. The flow of love. So put your expectors on. I'm going to have my expectors on. And um, as I mentioned in the beginning, start imagining yourself allowing Holy Spirit to flow through you with His gifts. Allow yourself to start imagining those rivers of living water flowing out of your innermost being, flooding the earth, flooding wherever you go. Can you imagine that? I know you imagine stuff. I'm sure you do. But just imagine. Take a few minutes and imagine that. Because that's God's will for you. That's His will. We're learning about God's will for us here on the earth. Well, I hope you were blessed today. I hope you received something. Something in there was for you. Lots of things in there were for you. Everything in here was for me. But God is good, and He wants to flow through you, and it, what a privilege we have to partner with Him in this journey in Christ. He needs us. Right? I think so. He wants to use us. He wants to flow through us. And I know that we are willing vessels. Sorry, Sam, I went over 20 minutes. So, she gives me goals. You know. But let's close in prayer.
and join together in worship. One final song. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your goodness in our life. We thank You for Holy Spirit. We thank You for the gifts of the Spirit manifesting in our lives. We thank You for the flow of the supernatural. Holy Spirit, I ask You to give us all revelation of these gifts, of the flow of the supernatural. Your desire to flow through us as willing vessels. We thank You, Lord, that out of our innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Give us those ears to hear, those eyes to see, those hearts to receive what You are saying to us, showing to us. Help us to be sensitive to Your leading and also obedient to Your leading. Help us to walk with that heart cry, Lord, make me a blessing to others today. Because that is Your desire, to bless others through us who are Your blessed ones. We magnify You, Jesus, We thank You for Your presence in our life. No matter how we feel, You are always ever-present with us. Thank You for choosing us to partner with us. Your desire, Lord, is that we partner with You. Holy Spirit, have Your way in us. In Jesus' name, Amen. From Karis New Testament Church. For more information or to contact us, go to www.karisntc.org. And remember, you are deeply loved, highly favored, and destined to reign in Christ Jesus.